Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I've decided to join you on the um, alcoholic beverage train. <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't have any today. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> No. Okay, then I guess it's just me and this pineapple hard seltzer. Well, I can, well, go, get, I can go get a whiskey if you want. Be my guest. Be all... I mean, there's yeah, there's plenty of alcohol around. I just didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking from that box of wine, and it was getting questionable last week, so I'm not doing that anymore. Okay, valid. Yeah, but I got plenty of other stuff. I recently got a new camera mount. I don't know if you can tell the shot is slightly different, but I'm I'm loving it. I feel very professional instead of stacking my camera on top of, in order, um, a Russian to English dictionary, a copy of the game What Do You Meme, a small kind of bucket thing, and then the camera. That sounds very stable. It wasn't. <laughs> It was not. Oh, feet of engineering. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised that like nothing bad ever happened to my camera, but hey, at least nothing did. How's everyone feeling on this cloudy Wednesday evening? <laughs> Been better, but you know what? That's okay. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd like to imagine that um, the podcast will lift your spirits. Yes. <laughs> Can it not? Thank you. Um, shall we dive in then? I'm trying to find where the Google Doc is to pull up the topics for today. Uh, the one you are looking for... If you are able to make it into the drive, I can put it in the Discord if you want. Oh uh, yeah. Oh wait, no. Never mind. I know where it is. I thought it was in the Discord, but I forgot it's on my actual docs. Okay. There we go. Pop tarts, reality. Okay. You're giving away all the questions. Are we live? Yes. Oh. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> No, I said we're rolling, but I said it quietly. It was only the first one in, like, a that's third on, of the second. That's on me. That's on that's me. Hard. That's happened to me before, too. It's not always clear to me, and I'm just, like, talking away, and then all of a sudden I'm like, she's talking in a very specific way that makes me think she's recording. 
Guys, this is my first hot mic moment. <laughs> we can edit that out if you want. Okay. So as Zach inadvertently announced, our first question. What is the most fucked up Pop-Tart flavor? And I wrote this with an answer in mind because I saw something recently that I did not like. Was it the mystery flavor? Mm-mm. There's mystery flavor. Because I've never tried a mystery flavor, but they, they revealed what it was, and I just can't even... Because, uh, I don't know if this counts as cheating, but I was looking at the Pop-Tart flavors on their website earlier because I'm like, I haven't eaten Pop-Tarts in a long time, so I don't know what kind of weird flavors I, I got. I think that's research. Continue. Yeah. It had one star <laughs> out of, like, thousands of reviews. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's why I'm Is... wondering that's what you're thinking about. Uh, no. So it wasn't, like, the mystery, like... Tum Dum one, where they just, like, mix the two flavors on either end of the conveyor belt, right? Like, it's an actual flavor in and of itself? Yeah, it's a, it's a specific thing. I mean, they, they revealed what it was. I'm, like, afraid okay. to know. It's, uh, everything bagel. Oh! Uh, what? <laughs> Why yeah. not just get an everything bagel? Yeah, I why can't get even in pastry? Why get a pastry that's supposed to taste like something savory? So terrible! Oh my god! But like, an everything bagel doesn't have that much flavor. No, it tastes like onion. Yeah, it tastes like bagel with like a couple things. So like, what's the filling that you put in that? It's yeah, like... that might be the one to eat so far. Mm, that's upsetting. Yeah. That like was that. definitely the one that stood out to me, but I feel like that because that's just ridiculous. Ugh. Um, I have recently seen an absolutely awful pop tart flavor. Do you tell? Pumpkin pie. I can actually see that working. <laughs> I mean, well, but do you like pumpkin pie? No, not really. Well, well then. <laughs> But, like, why would you want that in a breakfast food, just is my question. It's, I mean, it's not crazy, because if, if pumpkin pie is surrounded by crust, and, like, the encasing is a crust-adjacent, uh, you know, texture. Okay, I mean, I guess you're right, but also every single year I see the pumpkin spice craze go further and further than it ever should have. Yeah, I that... found one that I didn't know they had. Do tell. Um, where'd it go? Tropical Mango. Yeah. It's, it's like, in a way, it makes sense because they have a lot of fruit ones, like strawberry, and that, like, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But certain yeah. fruits just don't make sense. No. Yeah. Not any tropical fruits. Really. Like... You can make pies out of strawberries and cherries, but you can't really do that with mangoes. Yeah. And like, I'm like trying like, to even think of I like a mango dessert, yeah. and nothing is coming to mind, frankly. Yeah. Other than like maybe like shaved ice or something. Yeah. That's the only thing that's coming to mind as like dessert one makes with mango. In my head, like a mango lassi at an Indian restaurant is more like a dessert thing to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, no. Um. Also, 
you're not, uh, Brooks, you're not gonna like this. Uh, the s'mores flavor Pop-Tarts are bad. You know, I will fight to the death, generally speaking, for the flavor combination of s'mores, but I feel like they don't do it well. Okay. In that pop but, yeah. Um, I mean, it's been many years since I've had one, but my recollection is, like, this is not really true to what they taste like if you eat an actual s'more. Okay, fair. Fair. Do we want, I... to, do we want to flip the script and do best flavor after whatever you say? I just would like to meet the person who intentionally buys the unfrosted Pop-Tarts. My dad. Really? Yep. When my dad was a kid, you didn't have it. Like, there was no frosted. You oh. got either, you got strawberry or blueberry. That was all that existed. That's exactly just... what I was thinking about. I'm like, what kind of demonic human? Joe like... Kelly. Sociopath. How's... Yeah. He's just like, like... leave him alone. <laughs> I mean, I got some interesting-looking flavors here that I have not personally tried, and I'm just... Okay. I can't imagine why I don't want to. Hmm? No, I, I, I'm just looking at them as well. There's, like, okay, confetti... Well, now I gotta look at them. Frosted Wild Delicious Wild Berry Pop-Tart. Too much. Oh, yeah, those have been around. Those came out back in the 90s. I remember when they came out. Everyone was super excited. I ate a bunch of them. I love that for you. But I'm bothered by, like, the lemon creme pie Pop-Tart. That's bad. Yeah. Exactly. Or the peach color. You're wading into the citrus family. It's gonna... You're gonna have a hard time making it work. Yeah. Or the banana creme pie. Ew. Like, I like bananas, but I feel like often when they try to put banana flavoring in things, it just does not... Actually, there is a reason for that. I, it's because banana flavoring is based on, like, a variety of banana that is, like, extinct now. I feel like I read that. I gotta find... Let me write that down. I gotta find a link to that. Definitely There's a juice that I like. But that might be the only banana flavored thing. They're the Sheets chain of gas stations, which we don't really have around here, mm -hmm. they make their own sodas, and they actually make a banana soda that's pretty darn good. Okay. That's a caveat. I have a lot I, of my I drive past those, you know, a fair amount. I'll have to make a note of that. All these things that are like Oreo Pop-Tart, like that's not what I want in the morning. Like the sweetest I will go in the morning is kind of like a cinnamon roll type vibe. Which is why sure. I love my the the brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts. But like, that is the most dessert esque thing I can justify for breakfast. Is like any kind of like sort of cinnamon flavor type deal. Like all this other stuff is like Oreos or like cupcakes. That's not what I want. I saw that one as well. But what about like a good buttercream filled donut? Like that's sugar overload, but that is a fantastic thing to eat for breakfast. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. That's fair. Like a Boston I don't thing. know, even when I go for, like, a donut, the, like, fanciest, or, like, the most complex I'll go is, like, a chocolate frosted one. Ooh. I don't know, I'm a simple, I'm sorry. I'm a simple woman, what can I say? I know, that's a conversation we have often. Where I complain that you're, you're like, it's too basic, and you're like, I'm simple. Don't come for me like this. 
every time I try to get you to put more flavor type things in your food, you're like, no, I'm good. Like that time you ate the, uh, they forgot the sweet and sour sauce for your chicken, so you just ate the chicken with the rice. I was going with it. And also, I put sriracha on it. Eventually, but you started eating it without anything, and you're like, this is fine. Yeah, because I don't don't like to, I don't like to complain about, like, literally, like, I complain for fun a lot, but in a, like, genuine sense, I don't like to, like, make people do anything extra, even if it's just go turn and get a bottle of sriracha out of the cupboard. I completely forgot how we got there. What can I say? Oh, they have these chocolate churro ones for the Day of the Dead. I I can sort of see that. I mean, like, it's cool. I appreciate that they have the little Dia de Muertos designs on them. But, like, what? There's so many chocolate ones, and I genuinely wonder if people could actually tell the difference. Like, if you did a taste test. Oh, probably not. Because there's like seven of them that are chocolate based, mm-hmm. and I don't really feel like you can tell any difference between the different like mixed berry ones. Like you can probably tell the difference between like strawberry and blueberry, but that's about it. Yeah. Man, so this is only tangentially related, but this is wild. Yeah. Because how you say like you might not be able to tell the difference between the chocolate ones. Mm-hmm. I was listening to some radio program. This was like four or five years ago at this point, like driving to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the marshmallows and Lucky Charms and like arguing as to whether they all just tasted the same or if they tasted different based on the color. They all taste the same. That's what I thought. Okay. But, they, yeah. but there are certain people who say they can taste the difference. And they did a test where they, like, you know, they got, a, like, all the different kinds of marshmallows out, and they cut them so they were all squares, so they couldn't just tell by the shape. And then they would have them blind taste test them and say what marshmallow it was, and they got it right, like, every time. So, I think there are some people that have a more sensitive palate, so that's how it's related. Huh. Because, I mean, they use different food dyes, so I don't know if they're able to pick up on the subtle differences in the tastes of them. Did you know, I, I, just, I, like, I, on, like, Amazon or whatever, you can just buy a giant bag of just the Lucky Charms marshmallows? They taste better when you earn them. Okay, valid. <laughs> but that does exist for those out there who do not want to earn them. Did you see they have a Fruit Loop Pop-Tart? They That's do. too much. That was when I was a little bit iffy on. I like Fruit Loops, but in a Pop-Tart. Oh. Yeah. I heard a rumor a while back that is, does not seem to be panning out that I'm deeply disappointed by. Who remembers the cereal straws? The cereal straws. I heard I a rumor that... that they were bringing those back, and I was so excited. But I heard that months ago, and nothing seems to have happened. There's stuff like that happens a lot. Rumors, and then never pans out. I love those bad boys. Yeah, they're fun. But Granted, I was, I was also in like, grade school. I was like the target audience for something like that. I was fully an adult, and I still bought them. I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah, who doesn't want to drink milk through a zero straw and then eat the straw? That is the way to live your life. Um, I'm gonna get heat for this. 
not nuts about cereal with milk. Because I eat too slowly, and it gets really soggy. But they have a non-nutritive cereal varnish on it, so that it doesn't get soggy. You don't know that? that that's a reference to Christmas No, I know it is. <laughs> Do not worry, message received. I assumed with the, the amount of laughing you were doing, because otherwise that phrase would not have been that funny. But yeah, no, um, rarely, if ever, put milk on cereal. I don't get that. Yeah. Please, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna ask, like, so do you eat it, like, out of a cup, or do you eat it, like, like, how do you consume your cereal? Um, generally just without milk. But, like, in a bowl with a spoon? Yeah. How else would you eat it? You could just, like, grab a handful of it. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, like, we all do that sometimes. But if I'm actually, like, you know, not freaking running late or whatever, sit down, bowl, spoon. I feel like that makes the cereal incomplete. But also, importantly, depending on the cereal... You're robbing yourself of potentially delicious flavored milk at the end. Like if you're eating like cocoa puffs or something, that chocolatey milk. We never bought Some... cocoa puffs in my house. You should. You're a grown up now. You can have all the cocoa puffs you want. Boxes as far as the eye can see, if that's your desire. I feel like this is going to be a thing that winds up being a drunk snack the next time we're hanging out. No, no thing. I didn't already make a mental note to get cocoa puffs. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. Like if someone tells me they've never had a thing, well, I'm like, well, well, we're getting that immediately. Yeah. Well, just show up with a box of Twinkies for my friend who's never had a Twinkie somehow. I feel like I've probably had one at some point. I just don't remember it. They're not very good. Yeah. They're flavored too. I completely- I keep losing the thread. Oh yeah, same. I was trying to think of, like, do we have anything else to say about XYZ, but, like, the we have covered several bases in the first 17 minutes. But then I, I keep getting distracted because I still got the Pop-Tarts over here, and it's like- There's a lot to unpack there. Why do they make pretzel ones? And what they are those what? even- There's cinnamon sugar pretzel and salted caramel pretzel ones. No. That's too much to pack into one Pop-Tart. Yeah. The simple like, flavors, they know, they know their place. Like, they're not trying yes. to do too much. They're not trying to please everyone. And I'm bothered. They have this red velvet uh, cupcake one, which, you know, whatever about the flavor. But what bothers me is the Pop-Tart itself is, like, bright red, which is not a thing they normally do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's upsetting to me. I've got a lot of feelings about all of these. Yeah. Honestly, I gotta stop looking at this. Oh my Did gosh. Have the bites yet? I've never tried them before. The little, but it's they... like the cinnamon sugar. I mean, they're fine. It's just yeah, small pop tarts. Yeah, they're okay. Okay. They're bite size. Tandy. 
kind of useful if you want to just toss it in, like toss a pack in your bag as you're running out the door. You could probably make those in cereal. Ooh, you definitely could. Also, I just I appreciate the dedicate dedication with which Echo has just been working on that toy for. Yeah, I know. she's yeah. She's in the she's zone. Precious, love her. Oh, these pop tarts, crisps too. I'm learning all kinds of things. This is too much. Crisps? I I had I have closed the page and closed the door. <laughs> well, no, like I, I legit, I have not bought pop tarts in like hardly for my entire adult life. Like it's been years, so I have not perused this aisle. But strong opinion, toaster strudel are way better. I have never had a toaster strudel in my life. Me neither. <laughs> they're, they're superior in so many ways because they're like, you know, when you put them in there, they have like a nice soft, like flaky crust to them that actually flakes off of it. And then you get to drizzle the warm icing on it. And the icing is just amazing. And the so filling itself. It just solidifies that we all have to be in the same place at the same time for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, toaster strudel are far superior. So if I ever have the, the hanger in for like a sweet um, toaster ready just item, that's the go-to. So when you do eat Pop-Tarts, do you actually toast them or do you just eat them straight? If I'm running late, I'll just eat them like out of the packet, but I generally toast them. I feel like they're a little better. Yeah, yeah. that warmth helps a lot. Hmm. Especially with the, because my go-to is the cinnamon one. So if it's like the warm, kind of like gooey cinnamon yeah. stuff, that is nice. Strawberry was my usual. Yeah, that was mine too. Joe Kelly is a unfrosted blueberry man. I hate everything about that. Oh. Oh. Frosting was not an option when he was a child. It is now, though. He needs to grow and adapt. Yeah. Nostalgia factor, what can I say? I suppose. But then even, like, every once in a while, they'll bring back something that was cool when I was a kid, and I get real excited, and then I get it, and I'm like, this is not as good as I remember. And so I move on. Like, they brought the Dunkaroos back. And I remember those just being the coolest thing when I was a kid. And so I got a couple, and I was like, these are the I remember. You know, the, uh, the lens of adulthood. But they also could have changed it in the, in like, changed whatever it was made with in the interim. It's possible. I suppose, but you know why? Why don't frosted when frosted exists? It's just frosting is always better. I mean, I agree. He's also just he does his own stuff, you know. As as dads are wont that... to do. Anyway, <laughs> so Zach, the last time we were just like chatting, not necessarily even about the podcast, you kept coming up with absolute banger topics and i was like save this save this and here's one of them everyone what are our thoughts on reality tv <laughs> you are allowed to pop off as a media professional When I don't immediately respond, it's usually because I want to say something really negative, but then I don't want to offend people. I don't care. I, 
I do not take reality TV remotely seriously. No, no. Um, I think the only good thing I to come out of reality like TV is like amusing. the Great British Bake Off. Mm. Yeah. Like that's the but only like, like good reality TV. You can like insult it to whatever extent you want. And, and like, my I don't end, care I care that like people watch like the like my mom, she's a big like bachelor, bachelorette person, and I think it's trashy as all hell. But like am I gonna like say like don't have a good time watching some, you know, cheap TV? No. Watch whatever you want. Have fun. I Just thought the bachelor was me. trashy. And then I watched Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> And that makes The Bachelor look like the classiest thing you've ever seen in your Yeah, I gotta say. Yeah, my mom yeah, and my sister are big that. reality TV people. And again, I think it's trashy. They're having a good time. I really don't mind. Yeah, I do not like reality TV at all. Except for the Great um, British Bake Off. Yeah, no, that, that goes without saying. Because it's just so uplifting. It's like, so it's just so heartwarming. And yeah, like, it just it's can always brighten your day. Yeah. So that, that, my statements do not apply to that. Of course. But just generally speaking, like, it's not even a judgment about whether or not it's, like, trashy or anything like that. It's more about, like, when I'm watching TV, I want to escape from the actual existing world. I don't want to be reminded of real people and their real lives and their real problems. I like fiction. This I want true. to hang out with people that don't I exist, am very you know? With fiction. Yeah, like, I just, I mean, and that's obviously not to say that I don't watch nonfiction stuff sometimes, but I think, you know, when I see people who have problems just like us or whatever, like, they're just like us, that's the opposite of what I want. I don't want to be reminded of the problems that I have. <laughs> Very fair, fair point. Very fair point, yeah. yeah not escapist enough for me. Although sometimes it is comforting to in the sort of voyeuristic way to be like, wow, could be, could be way worse. I could have these problems. True. It's like, it's that self-esteem boost you get when you go to Walmart after 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm not as much of a wreck as I thought I was. But I feel like I get enough of that just, like, being on the internet. This is yeah. also very true. <laughs> have you opened Reddit? <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go far to find somebody that says something where you're just like, man, I feel, like, really smart all of a sudden and yeah. really put together. Yeah. So I don't feel like you need that on TV, really. Um, I don't know. Remind, that just reminded me of something. Um, from back when I used to be on Tumblr, there was a post once. It was like, sapiosexual? No, I identify as morosexual. The boy I like asked me what kind of animal the pink panther was, and now I dream of kissing him in the moonlight. Wait, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there, and then the follow-up was <laughs> this guy. What's the Spanish word for tortilla? Me, already taking my clothes off. Benjamin, you're so stupid. And I don't know if that's real or not, because, like, who knows? But I like to believe it is, because it's kind of hilarious. And I feel yeah. like that was a very fun, like, that was a f foreshadowing of the, like, the whole, like, himbo rights thing. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, mm -hmm. jacked, not that smart, the but respect women, men. The one from Tumblr I remember, I was never big on Tumblr, but the one I remember is, like, 
the the wh- whoever the guy was who was like going over to the girl's house for the date or something, and then they're like going to take the pizza out of the oven. Oh my god! And like, oh, I hate this part. <laughs> oh yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. That the one that's was cool. a classic. As much as Tumblr was a hellscape, God, there was some funny stuff on there. Still exists. I know, it's just not the same. Like, twenty again, 2014 Tumblr, an absolute hellscape. Also, some of the funniest things I have ever seen on the internet. This is kind of like MySpace in that way. People forget it technically still exists. And I guess there are people that use it, otherwise it wouldn't still exist. But its time has passed. Yeah. yeah. Although, kind of wasn't thing, someone yeah. briefly yeah. trying to revamp MySpace as, like, like, something about, like, networking, but for music... They already have those. I thought that was... What about Friendster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... Green MySpace. It was the first yeah, social yeah. Sheltered Child. MySpace? Hang on. Yeah, I was... Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's been a few years. You know, because I was in uh, high school when that came out and was, like, a big thing. And so, so... like, you know, I was very active on it. And I was just a few years ago, I was like, oh, that still exists. So I looked it up, but they've reformatted the website so many times that my profile still existed, but like almost everything was gone. It was just like a picture of me <laughs> in my name, and that was it. Was it that was left. you with emo side bangs? I think it might have been. It's possible. <laughs> because we were talking like, you know, college probably was the last time I used it. I so, love that. Yeah. Air. That was what you did in the MySpace days. I was not on MySpace, but I have seen plenty of evidence of that, <laughs> having grown up in the early 2000s. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, was that like the whole, like, Justin Bieber with, like, his that hair was doing a that? a little bit afterwards. Yeah, this or... is actually, Justin Bieber was a small child at this point. Okay, so this is before, okay, this is before him. This was when, um, like... People were really into emo. Like the scene, uh, the scene kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I haven't heard the phrase scene kids in so long. Because <laughs> I was punk rock in high school, so. Mm. Um, yeah. You know. Always cool. gotta be in a quote. cooler than everyone. As Henry, Henry Lovebrack. <laughs> I can't even say it. As Henry Sabrowski says on last podcast on the left, when he has air quotes, he goes, air quotes. Love him. This is Love Henry's. Bra- I've been encountering a lot of unpredictable Henry Zabrowski episodes, <laughs> and every time he says it, I'm just like, okay. Funny every time. Oh yeah, I got my last podcast T-shirt on. Yeah. It's very exciting. We love the spooky energy. Um. Excuse me. I have a question like for the men. Are they going to call in, or are you just asking Zach? I'm just asking Zach as a representative of the men. Okay. I don't know if we were soliciting calls. <laughs> why, why is it that guys always seem to put spaghetti on bread? Okay, wait. I, I opened up the document like 90 minutes ago, just to have an idea of what we're talking about, and I saw that. And prior to reading that document, the thought has never occurred to me 
once to put spaghetti on bread and then i read that and it was like something like primal in me woke up like hey that makes sense <laughs> okay the reason i ask is because like every time like when i was in grade school every time we had like the you know freaking like spaghetti and meatballs as like the cafeteria lunch or whatever and like you know they give you your little slice of like you know italian bread every time all the guys would always just like pile the pasta on the bread and just eat it I think that guys will make sandwiches out of anything and everything they have available to them. I mean, I respect it. I respect there. the urge to sandwich yeah. everything. Yeah. The closest I ever got is, like, like I would run the bread through the leftover sauce, to be sure. Oh, yeah. But never, like, actually stacked it. Yeah, I don't My know. My brothers never did that. I would think that would be a thing they would do at dinner, but they never did. Hmm. Yeah, I also don't know. Um, any other like guys who listen to this podcast, if you're out there, please comment. Tell me why. I want to know. I ask this from a place of simply curiosity. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Not ridicule. I feel like your school must have been fancy that you get Italian bread because we would just get like a slice of white bread and they would cut it diagonally and butter one half of it with like well, margarine one half of it and then just slap them together and there's your bread i mean i say oh, 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 i say oh. italian bread it was like bread that was shaped slightly different than a slice of wonder bread 
Mm-hmm. Like it was like like round. Name brand. I'm just I'm <laughs> using easy points of reference. Which, when you think about it, is like it's very silly to serve bread with pasta because it's like here's this pile of grainy carbs. Yeah, there's Enjoy a this lot of carbs. Carb. It's like you can't think of something else that would complement it. I mean, there is the benefit of being able to use it for the, the sauce at the end. Right? And I mean, also, that was very um, garlic bread. Yeah. I love garlic bread. Oh, yeah. Bread, garlic knots. Ooh, I love a garlic knot. I was just parked in front of uh, Mamma Mia's in Geneseo yesterday. I was thinking about their garlic knots. I will never forget when Maddie Robbins confirmed that the rumor that there's a corner in the Mamma Mia's basement where people have sex is indeed true. What did you say then? Now I'm going to be thinking about that. <laughs> You were on the stream where she said this. Are you sure? Yes. I do not remember that at all. You were on our New Year's Eve stream, correct? Yeah. Oh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, but I also had a person in the same room with me who kept talking and distracting me. You are Sorry, I do remember that. I thought you meant during, like, one of the guests. I was like, what? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Stream, that was a stream. Yeah, I just missed it. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't say it's so much a, a timing issue as a, like, not getting caught issue, and... Because somebody's gotta be working, you yeah. know? So there's gotta be at least somebody else there. Unless everybody just kind of, like, agrees and you just, you know, put a garlic knot on a door. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would have to unknot it, because trying to balance it on the top. Yeah. Yeah, pre-knotted. Pre, pre <laughs> so just a garlic just a rope. The tube of dough. <laughs> oh boy, I love when we venture into cursed territory. Very fun. I try, I try to rein it in. I can get real weird. You uh, act like I'm asking you to rein it in. I am asking for the weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like that, that one, uh pod for a while ago when I went off on that whole thing about the Dave soap. <laughs> I don't think that was getting Dave. I still think about that. Like, that it, like, we always, like, that's for whatever reason, my mother is like a Dove soap stan. Like, that is just what she buys. And every time mm-hmm. I see the package, I'm just like Dave. <laughs> Dove soap's excellent. My dermatologist recommends that. Nice. Oh, Zach, for context, we did a meme review a while back where we were, like, looking at, like, misspelled, like, road signs, like, you know, just, like, flyers, packages, and one of them, instead of being Dove Soap, it said Dave. Dave. And she, like, on the spot came up with, like, a whole, like, backstory and motivation for Dave. It was kind of insane. And again, I think that, like, people should hire you. They'll, like, they'll say their character name when they, like, have a character in mind that's not fully fleshed out. 
And I'll just be mm-hmm. like, here's the character in two things. Give me the rest. And then you just do it. And you're like some kind of Hollywood consultant. Yeah, I think it's, <clears throat> I think we talked about this at the time too, but I feel like there's some sort of like, I don't know if it's a certain trait. I don't know if other people do this, but like, when I see something that immediately, that's what my mind does. It fills in a backstory. It comes up with an explanation. Like, it's just very automatic to me. And I guess not everybody does that, which I just (laughs) was not aware of. Have you considered that it could be ADHD? (laughs) I have. (laughs) Okay, as long as that thought has crossed your mind. I just can't help it. I think I think it's probably just that I watch too much TV and I'm so used to everything having like a backstory or an explanation, you know, fitting into the plot. And in this case, it means fitting into the plot of the world. Okay. Seltzer, <laughs> time for regular water. Yeah. Um, it is handy to go back to, I forgot what the question even was. Well, we did circle back around to TV at the very least. Yeah. Well, there was the spaghetti on oh, bread. The spaghetti but... one. Yeah. So spaghetti on bread to me, yeah, it's really just too much carb and you're not really getting an interesting texture, but spaghetti in a wrap is excellent. Okay. There, there is a fast food chain called Piata. Um, there aren't like a ton of them. Um, the closest one I know of is in Ohio. Uh, but we had like three of them, four of them when I lived in Ohio, uh, in Columbus. And I used to go all the time. It's like one of my favorite things on the planet. But essentially a piata is like an Italian burrito. I love it. <laughs> right. They got like a big kind of tortilla looking thing and they brush it with like oil and, and garlic and herbs and stuff. And then they grill it so it's all crispy and then they put stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like spaghetti noodles there because you can also get bowls with spaghetti noodles and get like all whatever stuff you want in there. Mm-hmm. And I always had them put the spaghetti in the piata in the wrap because that combination of crunchy wrap with the noodles inside. Mm. Wonderful. Uh, that That's sounds amazing. delightful. Oh man, it's so good. I. The, they have the best calamari there, and that's what I always get in my wraps. Oh, I miss calamari. Yeah, it's really good. I keep meaning to try the, like, friggin' spaghetti tacos from iCarly. I gotta try making spaghetti tacos one time. You just put spaghetti in a taco shell. Yeah. Oh. It seems fun. Good idea. Yeah, I think... I don't necessarily, so it's not necessarily the carbs, it's the combination of textures. Like, I think yeah. spaghetti can make sense as long as you have it paired with a, a different kind of texture, whereas bread's still just kind of soft and squishy like the spaghetti is. I would agree. But Especially yeah, once yeah. you put the Guys out there, you want to tell me why? I'd appreciate it. Theory, and not to offend the guys. I think sometimes, especially, like, teenage boys, because you're referencing, like, high school, Yes. I think sometimes they just like to do dumb things for the sake of doing dumb things because yeah. they think it's funny and they think it like impresses people. No, 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 no. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, yes, yes. I mean, I meant they do it because it's funny. Yeah, there you it's go. Very original. <laughs> yeah, no. That sounds about right. Yeah. There's a lot of things that like high school boys do that I like, like, that. like the whole hitting the the top of the like hallway as you go by. 
what was it? Yep. There was like, there's like a meme I think that applies to that quite well. It's yeah, like, it probably is. It's like I don't know why we did it. We me did walking under a door. Brain jump up and touch yeah. the top. Why you gotta? Mm-hmm. Like that. It's true. You simply that's, must. That's the conversation I had with my brain verbatim. I dig it. Yeah. As a not overly tall person, I've never had that urge in my life. Medium height, not short, just medium height. <laughs> I specify. People always call me short, and I'm like, I'm ex- literally exactly medium height for a woman. Like, if you look up the average height for women, I am right there. I don't actually know what is what five, six, seven, five, four, five, four. Okay. Yeah, is medium height. I don't know why people get it in their heads that the average woman is taller than that. It's so not true. Yeah. I, in case you can't tell, I'm sensitive about it. <laughs> And not because, no. like, like, if I were actually short and people called me short, I'd be like, okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah but you're it's simply the fact that it's not right? Like, when people consistently state an inaccurate thing, that's what irks me. Okay, yeah. but what if it was someone who was, like, 6'7 said that you were short? But I'm not. You're not. They're <laughs> subjectively, to them, you very much are. Well, if they said, compared to me, you're short, I would say, yes, that is true. But, and and not to, like, get too deep into this, but part of it feels like, um, misogynistic feels a little bit strong, but I feel like often it's because they're judging by the average height of men and assuming that's the default. And so if you're much shorter than the average guy, it's like you're short, and it's like, well, no, you got to use the female metric instead of, you know, comparing to the average male height. Yeah, okay. That's another reason it gets to me. That's right. It's like, yeah, if I were a dude, I would be short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what the average male height is. It's like 5'9 or something, 5'8. That sounds so, plausible. It was a thing I used to know at some point. Um, any reason and, why, or you just did? Uh, no, because... Um, yeah. 5'9. Okay, yeah. When I have taught classes in the past talking about the difference in the average height and weight of models versus average people within society, that's why. Oh, gotcha. So knowing like the average height and weight of, you know, women within society in general, and then comparing that to the average height and weight of models, it's like insane, like huge difference. And I don't know if this is actually true because I learned this in an art class in like 10th grade. But one of the reasons that like very, very tall became um, part of the beauty standard for models is because um, when for fashion shows, when people like design clothing like on a like, you know, just like on a like a like figure on like a piece of paper, they um, exaggerate how tall they are because you can put more like detail Mm-hmm. into it so i don't know if that's actually sense. true but something i learned in 10th grade art class could very much just be some bs that my teacher found on like buzzfeed i found a graphic that breaks down average height by state oh do tell um it looks like i'm trying to i should see how they break it down it looks like the tallest people are in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, kind of like those states out there. I was yeah. expecting the tallest people to be in California and New York City because if you want, if you're like tall and attractive and you want to be a model, that's where you go. See, that's what I would think too, 
but I'm remotely surprised by that because well, people tend to be like ranchers and you know work on farms and the yeah. height, evolutionarily speaking, is more useful. I would think. Yeah, it 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 looks relatively e uh, uniform. I don't think it goes past like two inches either way. But What's I did not know that that ad was even out there. <laughs> didn't, didn't know I wanted to know that, but I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah. What's average for New York? New York. Or every time there's like something by state, I always look at every state I've ever lived in. Like I just have to. I've lived in one. Man, yeah. up to five ten. Hmm. Five ten. It's a little so, bit taller. Okay, I'm not yeah. particularly okay. far off. I'm five six. Let's see for width. About to five four, so it says like just over five four. So there you go. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you are exactly average in more ways than one. Exactly. They. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> you're a delight of a human being, and you're a wonderful individual. You're supposed to tell people they're above average, right? You lie to them. Lie to them. Your height is on the dot average in more than one way. We went over this two seconds ago. But in more than one way, do you mean both nationally and in the state? Yes. Okay, because you just said average in more than one way. I thought you meant, like, height and other areas in your life as well. No. <laughs> I'm not mean. <laughs> Anyway. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> this is another thing, Zach, that you came up with as just a, like, conversation topic, and I was like... I was going to bars that night, like... You really I... were. You were doing absolutely excellent, and I have been thinking about this ever since you brought it up. Would you ever be able to get anything done if you were actually a Nigerian prince? I'm assuming this is in reference to all the Nigerian princes who have money that can't access it unless you help them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would think that's their, basically their full-time job. Right? I mean, well, I guess we gotta, like, set the parameters here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, are we thinking of this as, like, there are actual Nigerian princes who actually have money they can't access without help, like it's legitimate? Or are we talking about it as, like, there are these people pretending to be Nigerian princes trying to scam people? So, no, like, if you are an actual prince from yeah. Nigeria, mm -hmm. and you're trying to, I don't know, get somebody to trust you for whatever reason... I think, like, like you'd be screwed. Yeah. And then if they asked you, well, what's your occupation... It, like, it, it even if you, like, make it, like, even if you, like, dress it up, like, oh, I'm, like, nobility in this country. Yeah. That, it boils down to a very popular scam. Yeah. Yes, I think I was reading the question in a different way in my head. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Like, if you happen to be born as a prince in Nigeria. Yeah, I would say no. I think you would have a lot of trouble yeah. accomplishing a lot of tasks. But at the same time, like, if, if you were a Nigerian prince, you were born in Nigeria, 
And I assume people in Nigeria probably do not get the Nigerian print scams. And so they would probably trust the Nigerian prints. And so the prints would be able to get stuff done within Nigeria. It just might be problematic. Yeah, international business might be a little difficult. Yeah. Is going to be my red hot take there. Like, I could see someone, like, calling the White House or like, yo, this Nigerian prince wants to bid. (laughs) Ha ha ha, good joke. okay. (laughs) Man trying to organize an actual diplomatic meeting. Turns to the prince, sorry, denied again. Aw, man. (laughs) Uh, that there is a wonderful sitcom script in there somewhere. It's very true. <laughs> the Nigerian prince in every episode is just him trying to get his people to schedule like a visit somewhere or yeah. make a deal. He's trying to accomplish to... any sort of like international business relations, and it's just simply not happening for him. Yeah, every episode ends the exact same way. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna keep that in my little catalog of random, like, television show ideas. I think that could be done well, you know, depending on who does it. I think it could could be. be. I'd like to imagine that I I could do it well, but... I have no TV writing experience, let's be real here. I feel like it'd be fun to write a TV show for a while, but I don't know how they keep coming up with that ideas after a while like you know a show like Grey's Anatomy that's on like it's 20 whatever season that's because like they like they just chew up writers and spit them out I mean yeah I suppose but like you still have to come up with ideas that you haven't done before this is also true I don't know I feel like I think a lot more shows like not that you not that you can't see where a story takes you because there have definitely been instances of that and it's been great but I think you should have at least a vague start and end, and if it changes based on audience reception, that's one thing, but I don't think you should just have, like, a fantastic, like, first two seasons and then have nothing. Like, it just be like, you know, the story hits some sort of climax and then, I don't know! Yeah, there are plenty of shows that, like, hit their peak, and then they try to keep going, and... And it simply didn't jump- work. Huh? The jumping of the shark. Yeah. Happy days. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure. We'll we'll just do this like weird, crazy thing. Yeah. And it'll ever be everybody will be so excited and so just like surprised. It it never works that way. It, it simply does not. And now yeah. I'm trying to think of other shows where it was like you had a really great idea and then just did not know where to take it. Oh, uh, designated survivor, like first one that comes to mind. The first season, phenomenal, so well done, loved it. You could watch the first season and then stop, and you wouldn't be missing much, because they had a conflict, and then they resolved it, and then they were like, "Well, now what?" Yeah. And so then it just turned into like a really watered down like West Wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually just showed a clip of that show in like one of my classes yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, it was an example of really clunky product placement. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, like, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was a, I believe it was a season two clip. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't watched any since they moved it to Netflix. Because it got canceled on uh, ABC. Yeah. It was picked up. I haven't seen it since then, but yeah. I say this I as like... a massive X-Files stan. The quality plummeted after season seven 
Mm. I think I've ever seen an X Files. Ooh, fantastic <gasps> series. Love the X Files. Growing up, man, that was appointment viewing. I feel like more common than starting a show without an idea of how it's ending that makes it go bad is when you do have like a very clear plan for like a start and end of a series, but then people like it so much that you feel like you just have to keep going. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> they're like, all right, so we had it planned out. We were going to do like, you know, five seasons. We knew exactly how it was going to end. And then there was such demand for it. They're like, okay, so season six, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, this is, this was a bad idea. Nope. Right, things just go on way longer than they should. I think that's that's worse in a way. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for the shows that can like know that that like end on a high note. Um, like that's what they did with uh, Cheers. Cheers, like when Cheers went off the air, is at like the, the top of the ratings charts. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wanted to avoid precisely that. They, they didn't want it to keep running until people just got bored with it. Yeah, I gotta say, shows that end with... What? I actually don't hear you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shows that ended exactly when they should have. Um, First two that come to mind, Bojack Horseman Mm -hmm, and Breaking mm -hmm. Bad. Yeah. Ended precisely when they should have. It was perfect. I'd agree with those, although I'd always be happier with more Bojack Horseman. I mean, the horse But, like, do I want to risk them declining in quality now? Yeah, that's the that's the hard part. It's like, you know letting them go is the right thing, but you don't want to. Shit's Creek. Another good example of a show that, you Ended know... Ended precisely when it should have, but oh my god, I want more. It's not fair. It's not. I hate it. I think about that show all the time. Oh my god, same. Wonderful show. Moira Rose, an icon. I sent you that uh that picture the other day where somebody posted one of my my knitting groups. I believe it was a crochet blanket that was just a big like bed sized bed sized blanket that just said Ooh David. Beautiful. I if I had that blanket, that would be that would replace my bedspread. That would be very proudly yeah. displayed. Some of those things, like, it would go quickly in the sense that it's not complicated, but that would be so boring to do. Because it's just, like, the same thing over and over. Just yeah. two regular Yeah, that does sound like a bit of a pain. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's such a complicated, fine art to know when a show should end. Yeah. And you gotta think about it from their perspective, too, is, like, they got all these financial incentives that if a show's at the top of its game, like, you know, Cheers. Yeah about all the money they could have made after that they kept going but we would have lost probably as the the viewing public yeah yeah but also i think if you are if like if you exit a show on a really high note like people are gonna want like other like producers and networks are gonna want to snatch you up immediately that's fair rather than being like oh yeah those guys were great but then like you know then it kind of started sucking like let's go with this other guy I don't know. It's actually, yeah. A thought. Yeah, I can see that. Cool. <laughs> Sometimes I, I just gotta, like, like I gotta buffer a little bit. 
it's so easy to get lost by thoughts sometimes when I'm just like thinking about TV shows now. I'm just like, yeah. Although I, um, I will never stop thinking about where Twin Peaks would have gone if it had not caved to network pressure and then been canceled because of it. I think about a lot of shows like that that got canceled too soon and where they might have gone. Pushing Daisies. Like Pushing Daisies. Oh my god. <laughs> that was like my favorite show. It was a great by show. Far. Yeah. Victimized by the writer's strike, which was necessary. The writer's strike was necessary. But. Because that was a show I watched as it aired and I got like, you know, real into it. I watched it every week and got real excited and then it was like well, not not happening anymore. What is it with <laughs> Brian Fuller and not getting to finish shows? Yeah, it just feels so wrong that shows like that don't get to live their full lives, but then others just go on and on when they, they should have been put out of their misery a long time ago. I know. But, like, every single TV show that Brian Fuller has ever directed has gotten, like, rave reviews from critics, and, like, people have loved it, but they're just still like, nah. Axe this guy. Other examples? Hannibal, Dead Like Me. Uh, and yeah, I don't always pay attention to the producers and directors and whatnots. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Like, if I, like, if I see a name pop up on, like, two things that I have enjoyed, I'm immediately like, ooh. Let me go see what else this person's done. Yeah, sometimes I know, sometimes I don't. I don't know what the common thread is. I'm gonna have to do some science to figure that out. Uh, I'm sure it's not anything scientific, it's just me and whatever my weird proclivities are. Fair enough. <laughs> I see Echo has like, left us. The, oh. <laughs> Said that and I was like, what, something was echoing? Oh, right. No, dog. <laughs> yes. Bye, sweet princess. Character on a TV show named Echo. Which one? Or the, yeah. Uh, the Hundred. Um, uh, the, I, that's not a show I've ever watched, but man, have I seen some Twitter discourse. Oh, it's, uh, and I might catch flack for this, it, it was not a good show. It's not. Just like, based on oh, the amount of angry people that I saw on Twitter, I was like, what about this show could possibly be worth it? No, it's, like, overly dramatic and ridiculous. They, like, jump the shark every episode somehow, I don't, yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things that I watch just in my sort of role as media scholar. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I just watch to kind of keep up on things, and that was one of them. But I watched every season, and I just... Sometimes you wish you could erase things from your brain and just forget you ever saw them. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of time I wasted on later seasons of Supernatural is honestly tragic, because I really liked the yeah. first three seasons... And then up until season five, it was like, yeah, pretty good. Like, and like end of season five where it should have ended. But at that point I was attached to the characters. I was like, yeah, I'll keep going. And then it, it just- Supernatural was just- It got so bad. itself. Cause they were like, here's these people. And then here's a demon and nothing can kill it except for this gun. And then they get the gun. But then here's a monster that you can't kill with a gun. But then they get this knife. I can kill the monster, but then they, yeah. and they just, like, kept... And also just the endless cycle of, like, I'll sacrifice my life for you, and then I'll sacrifice oh, my life to bring you back. Yeah. Like, stop. so many times. Too much. Yeah. 
It's right. like if, if you said like the season where one of them dies, that could be literally every anything. single season. This is officially yeah. a supernatural hate podcast. It was hey, sad. It's like had a lot of potential. Yeah, again, but... the first five seasons, like if it had just ended after season five, great. Yeah. Yeah. Like not perfect, but a very good time. And then even at the end of season twelve, where like literally God and his sister, for some reason, like oh, I didn't go off. Oh my god. <laughs> but I was okay. like continue. Yeah. No, but even up until then I was like, okay, they're using like biblical characters and themes like whatever and then he has a sister i was like that's definitely not in there but then even then they like go off together it's peaceful and then they're like all right so next season it's like no no no, no. if there was ever going to be a resolution to this show you got it the big players finally like made peace and then they're like nah we're gonna keep going so, the fight between god and his sister was not the ultimate fight like yeah <laughs> yeah that seems like a bit much like where yeah. can you possibly go from there what I said, like the jumping of the shark, like they just constantly, they just go so far, so many times where you think like this has got to be it, right? There's nothing above this. There's like not no further to go. They've reached yeah. the end of the line, and they and always like, find something, and it just keeps going. I mean, to be clear, I love Supernatural. I know it's ridiculous, and I know it's stupid, but I love it anyway. So this is not me like hating on it. I mean, I'm hating on it, but I love it. <laughs> I again, first five seasons, great. Distinctly annoying after that, at least for me. I love Castiello's characters. I do yeah. love Castiel. He was great. But again, this yeah. is just the opinions of one person. Yeah. Or right. on it. Well, that was a fun hour. <laughs> this this last uh, things were good responses to the questions about the Nigerian <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's fine. Like, we addressed it. Yeah, yeah, it's just funny because I like to look at the, the list of questions to figure do, out like I do love to see where we wind up and just be like yeah. wow <laughs> it's a fun thread yeah. you know, I think you said was it like last week or the week before if you could get one of those like big boards yes. to be able to like, out everything into the red string and whatever I like, trace would love that that would be delightful and maybe that will be something maybe that will be like our that can be our like yeah. 50th or something episode special we get a giant board and watch an old episode and like map out how we get to different points and how they all interconnect it's getting close 50 it's 43 well we got we got a little time to think then <laughs> months ish all right well um by the time that this is out our uh patreon will have launched so um if you think we deserve your support, please go subscribe. That would be freaking amazing. I would lose my mind. That would be excellent. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do that, which you absolutely don't have to, um, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Rate and review us, which is something I'm also probably going to say in the outro, but please, it helps us. It really does. And we will be back again next week. Does anyone have anything they would like to, any concluding thoughts they'd like to share? This is, this is going to happen every time you say that. Okay. Yeah. Entirely <laughs> fair. Good effect. Um, down with pretzel pop-tarts, even though yes. I've never had them. 
Okay. I like that. I think that's a good note. Their, their existence um, upsets me. Just to know that they exist on this planet and have been consumed by humans. Okay. I like it. <laughs> All right. We will see you again next Friday. Bye. 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 <laughs> This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACASH supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.